before we start talking, we should start the show? Yeah, before, yes, before the talking, there's the starting. Okay, so the start of the show, if I recall correctly, is that I say, I'm John Maltz. Uh, Lex would step in here normally. He's excused. He has an excused absence today. Um, and then he would introduce himself as Lex Is Friedman. it excused? Do we even know what he's doing? We don't know what he's doing. It's not an excuse. Yeah. There's no excuse for him. But I am John Armstrong. And it's now officially homework time on Turning This Car Around. Yep. We hope you did your homework. Yep, because that's which, what we're talking about today. Which was a surprise pop quiz from two yeah. years ago. No, um, <laughs> homework sucks. Let's be really honest. <laughs> uh, um, honestly, Hank has more homework this year. I will note. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have turned. They've turned it up a little bit. Not mm-hmm. like egregiously so, but um, it's enough. Been, it's basically been every day. I think. Wow. Pretty much. Pretty much. I think they, on the days they know, like, there are afternoon clubs mm-hmm. for the kids. And so I think on the days that they have afternoon clubs that they don't, they try not to assign stuff. Although last night, he, I mean, he had club yesterday and he had homework last night, but it wasn't a huge, it wasn't a big thing. So mm. I think maybe they, they recognize that if they're going to be at school all afternoon, it's a small enough school where they can identify that, you know? Like, yeah. They know what all the kids are doing. Like, all the teachers know what all the kids are doing. So it's like... Okay, we know he's going to be here until five o'clock. We're not going to dump a whole sh- shit ton of homework on him. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. which is good, which is really good because it's good for me too because I usually help him with his with his homework and you know and I and I go and pick him up and it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we get home at we get home at seven. We don't want to do because uh, you know he yeah. he goes to school towards Seattle, so it takes us a while to get back. And so usually what I do is I pick him up at five and then we go get something to eat and then come back. Got wait it. for the traffic. Wait for the Got traffic it. to die down. So Got we get it. back. We get back here about seven, and that's a lousy time to start homework. Really, it sure is. Usually, so, so, so his school sessions go till five. No, well, no, I'm just on just on Wednesdays when he's got club. Oh, okay, just after the yeah. clubs. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. We've got kids yeah. that have similar things after school. Yeah. Um, I think um, one of the things I've noticed is that as the kids get older, the homework changes. Like it gets more intense, and they're more picky yeah. about things. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes the kids have a hard time making the jump. Sort of like, wait, you said I could, <laughs> like this, hey, right. this wasn't a problem last week, the first week of school or whatever, you know, like um, the first homework assignment we did. And suddenly now you're mad because I used a very thin purple marker instead of a blue pen <laughs> <laughs> or pencil. Yeah. It's like, kid, you can't right. like, yeah. It's just funny. Like, I, I think... It, it, the relationship kids have with homework is really interesting, especially mm-hmm. younger, right? It's kind of like this horrible thing. Sure. Like I had a little bit of homework, but it wasn't like it is now. That's for sure. Uh, like I, th- I feel like mine's probably similar to him. I mean, I think they're, they're a little bit more laid back about it at this school. Um, then, then certainly I think they were at the public school. Public school. I would say. The, yeah. Yep. I think the other thing is, is that like papers, I think that's valid homework. I think researching, writing, those are, that's a good thing to do at home. Yeah. Right. Let's go to the library, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, I used to go rent an electric typewriter sometimes at the library in my hometown (laughs) because it was faster than anything we had at home. We didn't have a computer at all. My entire high school life, we didn't have a computer. 
Well, and, yeah, I didn't have a, right. I didn't have a computer until graduate school, and, then, I, and I didn't. I didn't use a computer for doing anything until my senior year in college. The guy, uh, one of the guys that I was living with in this apartment, um, he had a, you know, like a word processor computer. I mean, it was a regular. It was a computer, but it, you know, the only thing he and he let me borrow it basically, um, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. a dot matrix printer. Oh, the dot matrix. Yeah. <laughs> so I people, had... people would be. You know, we live in this apartment, and people would be up at like. Three o'clock in the morning, typing. Yeah, you're like, okay, we're we're not the lab, <laughs> but we, we, you know, that's what we had to do. Man, I used to pull. Oh God, I used to pull some nighters. I was not. Yep. I was not very good at that sort of management. <laughs> yeah, I same. I got I everything in, issues. but not well. Um, I, I'm trying to think. Like, I had a whole thing where I would um. Like I would wait until the last possible second. And then mm-hmm. the pressure of the deadline would put me into this like hyper state of um, like extreme focus. Right. And I would like put a headphones on and have like a playlist. I wouldn't have a playlist. I would, I'd had CDs stacked and ready to go. And they were my like yeah. late night, yeah. get it done. Right. You know, thing. And like my senior year of college or my last year of university, I had, I think I did something like 250, 350 pages of papers. They were all super serious, intense papers. There was one term I had 18 semester hours, not quarter hours. It, that was insane. Um, and, and it was sort of like after that, I had these two very light um, terms. And it was so weird to not be like just slammed to the wall with things to do. It was really strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I'm noticing that some of the kids, like, it's, I think it's still too early. Lita, I think she is really private about it. She just kind of gets it done. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think, I, I think I've seen her do homework a couple of times as a teenager. But usually she's just very like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Last year at fall break, she was like, I'm like, what are you doing? It's like four in the morning. And she's like, I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, well, you need to go to bed. Get back in bed at some point. I'm not going to get, or it was five o'clock. And she's like, I just can't sleep. And I'm like, okay, but you've got to go back to sleep. Like you have to, like, we're going to have a big day of hiking around. You got to go. And she was like, I'll come back to bed. I'll come back to bed. And she finally did. But it was like, she went to the closet in the hotel we were staying at. She had her iPad open and she was like, I don't, like, I don't know what she was doing. And I'm like, what? what? Anyway, anyway, um, I'm noticing though that the kids like Liz worked in advertising and I did too for a while. And when you do that, you're constantly having to come up with new ideas. You're constantly having to refine those ideas and pitch them and get them ready to be pitched and then, or like build them, you know, like, or make the thing and then pitch it to clients or sell it to the client or like, here's the work we did based on the brief we had, blah, blah, blah. And typically that work tends to hit at the, like you, you go to the last possible second. And I learned with digital that you can't do that. Digital work, you have to like, stack it. And so I tried to like, I've tried to, um, and I also learned this in college that the secret to an awesome grade is to take your paper, at, you know, like three days before it's actually due or two days before or whatever, two to seven days before it's actually due, meet with a professor, go over the paper hmm. and make sure you're not, there's not some technicality that you're missing. Like yeah. I had a, I remember I had a desk jet printer and it would do fonts. You know, you could do whatever font because it was a, like Apple just let you do font. You didn't have to download yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like if you had the font open, it would just print. 
Yeah. And, and so I learned which fonts spaced better at which sizes and which could <laughs> fill the paper. And honestly, I yeah, was like, that was always, <laughs> I was like, I, I used to <laughs> be uh, one page longer. Yep. If I set the letting to 2.11, that'll give me another page. But, um, I, um, I used to care like, oh, all the secret formatting and the italics and underlines and whatever, and the, you know, all the MFA or whatever the hell it was, MLA or whatever the other one was, standards. And um, and I know I'm pro- there are people probably just screaming at me right now in the audience and I apologize. I'm sorry. But I decided it was just better to just do courier and just do like underlines. And um, and you could do italics. And and so it was like underlines for site, you know, citations and endnotes and whatever and footnotes. And the courier just gave it like it just was so giant. And mm-hmm. you know, anyway, that alone <laughs> yeah. like cut the cut the stuff down. Anyway, I'm noticing with Liz <laughs> I don't kids, think yeah, I don't <sighs> think that, that dot matrix printer did anything like that. <laughs> no, no. no you are I mean, sucked I think in you one could, file. You, know, you could probably do like one and a half spacing versus, you know, double spacing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I don't think I'm not even sure if it changed fonts, but it might okay. have. It was so long ago I don't remember. I think it was WordStar, if I remember correctly. Oh my God. Yeah. That's old um, school. Yeah. I don't I can remember like I did two things that I thought were <laughs> that were fudging in order to get something done mm-hmm. and but i t- but they turned out really well and in retrospect i'm kind of I'm, I'm proud and ashamed of them at the same time the first one was when i was in high school and i had to do a uh, a paper for biology and you had to do like a, a lab thing you had to do like, oh, thing where you, you you examine results and of course i left it until like <laughs> like two days yeah. before yep. the thing was due and i was like what am i gonna do what am i gonna do and all of a sudden i was like I know what I'll do. <laughs> and I did a uh, sleep deprivation study and I stayed up all night and just like measured my, my respiration and heart rate. <laughs> and so Perfect. I did it the night before the paper was due. And I, I typed I it all you. up and I got, and I typed it all up at like, you know, like four or five in the morning and, um, and, you know, and then went to school that day without having slept that night. Uh, but I got an A minus on that paper. Nice. Yeah. And then the other thing I did in college was, I had to do two papers for two different classes. And one I think was, uh, I want to say it was anthropology and then the other one was history. And so I did, um, I actually, I, I did write two different papers, but I did, I studied the history of the sort of political treatment of evolution in uh, the United States. Mm. And um, so I could basically do research on one topic and then write two different papers on the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I had that when I when I um at, at one point I had a humanities class where we were talking about critical theory, and we were talking about you know like all the different types of critical theory, Marxist and feminist and reader response and mm-hmm. you know all these different and and it's probably all changed now, but this is how old I am and. Yeah. The great thing about that was, so the work you might do research and, and you, you'd get, be like, oh, well, this piece of art, you know, interpreted this way would go like this and you would do your thing. And, and then for art history, it'd be like, well, I'm going to take this piece of art that I did in this other class and I'm going to just basically copy and paste this paragraph, maybe change a couple of things. It was so great. Cause like you, <laughs> you get to a place where you're just like, I'm kind of regurgitating, but I'm definitely like, I've learned, I can cross pollinate my papers with stuff from the other classes. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like, I, although I have to say, I remember 
um, I had a, a Tandy, I, was, I guess it was a Radio Shack color computer. And, and because my brother worked at Radio Shack, I got a, a five and a quarter floppy drive. Yeah. And I think I've spoken about that on this. And then while I was in England, my parents bought a dot matrix for it. And so I had that at school and I was that kid for a while until everybody kind of got into a upperclassman state where they had to get their own computers. Like a lot of them were businessy people. So they had to get mm-hmm. you know, like roommates had, had to get stuff, but the, the school had a really good lab. Like they had these all over campus. You could hop in and print stuff. But I know I, you probably remember uh, the Microsoft Word era where you would have to have the same fonts installed or you'd have to use the same fonts. Like if you jumped onto a system, it would reformat your work. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right. you'd be sitting in the lab for like two hours trying to get it to work right. Yeah, and yeah. The that's blowing. one thing that Hank obsesses about when he gets when he does because, you know, he's they have PCs at school and then he gets stuff and he puts stuff in a flash drive and brings it home and we open it on a Mac. And he's like, he's like, the font's different. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't worry about the font. Leave yeah, it. it's not, don't, don't sweat it, dude. <laughs> I, I have to say, I think that's one of the things I've noticed. Like, I got into a pinch um, when I was working from home one time. My Mac had was, you know, rebooting from a, an update or something. And I had a WebEx call and I hopped on my iPad and it was like, holy crap, WebEx on this is way better than it is on the Mac. Like the WebEx oh, really? call was so much easier and faster and better and uh-huh. more stable. And I could use my AirPods and not have an issue. Like it was really yeah. great. And I realized like, okay. So I started looking at Microsoft stuff. Well, Outlook is great on iOS. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, and, I've used it a little, I've used it a little bit. And I think he uses it actually. And it's fully functioning too. Like I can yeah. book rooms. I can, you know, I can do all the enterprise level, whatever bullshit that you need to do with Outlook. But like, you know, I mean, no, I'm not a huge fan of Word or Excel. I think the design choices they've made are insane. But um, they they run. They run on iOS and they're fantastic. And in a way, I think they're almost better than the Mac counterparts because they're just kind of there. They're not like, you know, you don't have to sweat stuff like you used to. Right. With iOS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a Mac, forget it. It's it's insane. I always use pages and numbers and stuff because it's just so easier. That's what, that's what, yeah. better. That's better. what I basically make him do. Yeah. Keynote as well. <laughs> I, think, like, that, I think you would be, I think you would be happier if I like paid for Word and, you know, Office. But I was like, uh, you know, we can open these things in pages. And as I'm a not, student, uh, doesn't he get some kind of a deal? Can't you get like a cheapy? For, because I think because it's such a small school, they, they don't get it for some reason. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. I mean, and I'm surprised I, and I haven't dug into it too much and maybe I should uh, because it seems like it shouldn't matter, particularly in Washington state. I know that Microsoft oh, is so yeah. aggressive. What? At getting, Come on. At getting stuff in schools here that they usually just like give it to you for free. But uh, he, he, he has told me that um, there's no, there's no discount for his school. Uh, and I feel like I've tried to log in and like, and put his school in, in order to buy it. And it hasn't come up for some reason and I don't get it, but anyway, okay, well, it doesn't, it doesn't come up enough that I really right dig into it. But the, I mean, the, you know, like I said, we just use pages. Is there any, um, Google classroom or anything like that? Do you guys No, they don't seem to use that there, um, which I'm kind of relieved about, uh, the kids they, here are all over Google Schoology oh for the, um, you know, the online like tracking of grades and things like that. Mm. And which I don't really like, but it's okay. 
yeah, I can, get, I can get through it. It's just one of those things that every single time I have to log in and do something in it, it's it's a nightmare. Like I just yeah. I can't. I it doesn't. There's like there's always. I keep getting these <laughs> notes from the. You know, because I just dealt with this this morning. It's like I keep getting these notes that you're like in his in his like planner thing that from the teachers that say you know print out this progress report and sign it and if it's such a big deal when i log into the system it should be like in red right there you know like it should be the first thing i see instead i have to like hunt down this thing and i don't have to do it that often that i keep forgetting how to do it so oh my god part of it's my my problem wow come on john we live in an age of bootstrap and bootstrap has things like notifications (laughs) And yeah. it has a way to do that for you. And people just need to engage with that. That's all I'm Yeah, well, and I think that's part of Yeah, right. That's part of the thing. The system should tell me that. And there should be like some flag that I've done it in the system. Instead, a teacher yeah. is telling me. And then I have to go in. <clears throat> and I think they will let me. I could sign it digitally and, you know, like print a, do a PDF and send an email the PDF. Uh, or I can like print it out and sign it. Um, there's mm. no like, there's no thing in the system where... I can just check that I've reviewed it and I approve. So see, that's just, yeah. Like if you're going to do, might be a budget. I mean, maybe they don't have the money for something. I mean, that, you know, Mm. whatever, but Mm. it seems like it should be slicker than that. Yeah, no, it (laughs) should hundred percent day and age. (laughs) 100%. I think, I think, um, the, the, um, I, talked to marlo and she was like math last year was really i don't know why she just really struggled with it and i don't know if it's just been time and we've like this summer i had some times where i'm like we would do a lot of things about trying to figure out how long it would take to get somewhere and so you know we'd be driving like um to, to camp and it was so many miles and here we had to be there by a certain time and it was kind of crazy to try and like it's not in utah it, the roads like if you're on a freeway driving to nowhere and you know, you're driving south <laughs> you're going to be able to go the speed limit and so you're able to calculate your eta really pretty well in heavily populated areas such as the eastern seaboard it's very difficult to know you, you just never know and there's 40 ways to get somewhere and it's insane right. anyway so I was yeah. just like, well, let's just pretend we're going to be at a constant speed. And, and that, that when, once we kind of got past that, we seemed to do okay. But, but it was sort of showing her some real life applications of, of math. Yeah. And also like we, we, we leave tips for people and well, if you, you know, and then we had this whole conversation about, well, they suggest 15%. We always leave 20 and it's 20 before tax, but we always just say, what's the final? Because it ultimately, it doesn't mean it's that much more for us. And that's their salary. This yeah. is their job. They're, going, they're not going to get paid flat. Like they, they get paid a tiny wage and everything else is tips. So we should tip them well. And um, anyway, that was a whole conversation too. But mm-hmm. again, math. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well, that he's so he's perfectly fine with figuring things out when it's money, <laughs> which I think is interesting. And then, and I'm always trying to explain to him, like, you know, it's the same thing with money. You know, this this math problem, if you just think of it as money instead, you know how you know exactly how to do this, right? Um, and we're still working on that. So, <laughs> the, <laughs> but but he, yeah. he, I mean, he, like, I think I said this the other day, but the other episode, but he. Uh, he enjoys doing the math and, and he, we have an iPad, I have an iPad set up that is just like his school stuff. Um, and basically like no other websites and and nothing else. And so it's like, 
you know, usually I help him with, I help him with math. I sit down and do the math with him. Um, but, uh, sometimes, you know, it's like, I don't, I can't or whatever, or he, or like I, I said, he, he wants to do more and, um, I'm like, okay, so I can just leave that with him and know that he's just, he's just working on that. Um, but he also, he also tries to get in, I mean, like, he, like Khan Academy is on that thing and he, he's mm. trying to get me to take the SATs. He keeps trying to, like, <laughs> you're to take it for him? Like, no, he just wants me to take it. He just wants me to do it. Like, you know, he wants to see like what I would get if I did it. I'm like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing the SATs. <laughs> I did the SATs. That's really funny. Like I did the SATs. I'm done. I'm not like I will help you do stuff, but I I don't need to retake the SAT. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. That is really funny. Like, you know, yeah, I think, um, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to like, you know, what has worked for us in our lives and our careers doesn't always work for the kids, right? Like, like it's a different, yeah. there's different expectations now for the homework. And so one of the things, I, I had this conversation last night with, with Liz Azoldis. I said, you know, remember when I moved here and I was helping you with your homework and I'm like, wait, is this your homework? And she's like, yes, it's mine. And who else would it be? And I'm like, well, you have a sister over here and she has handouts too. It was just a handout. And I'm like, you, you, there's no name. You didn't put your name on this. And she was like, oh, she got all crazy. <laughs> and then she was like, mom, John just expects me to be perfect. And I'm like, no, no, no. I just think it's smart to put your name on your homework. And I, and I was laughing about this with her. And I said, and I said, beside, I said, maybe right then, I think I'd said this to her at the time too. I'm like, listen, maybe right now it's not a big deal, but someday it will be. And you're going to be glad that I did this. That I pushed you on this. You're going to be glad. And and I said to her, so, Anne, and she's like, oh, yes. Yes, it has saved me. And I'm like, yes, it has. Because that's good advice. And yeah. I just want you to remember that most of the time, most of the time, 98% of the time, if I suggest something, it's it's really for your benefit. It's, it's yeah. Know. It's it's, right. it's motivated by good intention and wanting you to to succeed. I, one of the things there's been a big anti homework push in New York at the like a lot of the teachers will say I don't believe in homework like they're letting us kind of you know be more selective with with our homework. Yeah, um, and I, yeah. Oh, I have no idea if the Common Core has embraced any of this, but um, yeah. Well, I think uh, yeah, I think there was a trend to do too much for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, so. I mean, I'm not sure where, I'm not exactly sure what the right spot is for it to land on. I feel like Hank's in it. What he has right now is a good amount. Um, And I don't feel like it should be too much more. And I don't feel like it should be any less. Uh, Yeah. Nice. But, and it's, and it's not, it's not a huge amount. And I think that's good because I think once, what I don't want to do is, develop within him this idea that you have to be working 80 hours a week (laughs) right you know right i think this country tends to do that way too much and Uh it starts early yeah 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 i mean like if you're not busy you're not you know piling on like activities and homework and extra things and like, I mean, like he likes doing language stuff on his phone and, and like he likes doing drops and, uh, what's the other one? Um, Duolingo. So oh, nice. 
So I was like, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, you want, I'll buy you the subscription for that. So absolutely. But that's, that's like a thing that you like and you want to do. That's great. But I'm not going to like <laughs> drag you right. to some, you know, like he likes doing violin for the most part. You know, he doesn't, I don't think he's like super crazy about violin, but he likes violin well enough. So like, yeah, sure. We're going to go to violin every week and, you know, your mom will take you out to eat something afterwards and you know, we'll make it fun, but like as long as, long as you're enjoying it, like I don't want to like completely put the screws to you and make you grow up <laughs> thinking that you're supposed to be running around doing a million things, right? Like all the time. I think um, Lita kind of went through a thing this year, and she was like, "I just feel like I'm not doing anything after school, and and dance is such a pain to get to." And they they put her. I think they did this kind of on purpose because the studio that she was going to wasn't really geared for teenagers. It's geared for, for younger kids, like basically up to her age and at least for the kind of dance she wants to do. So they put her in with all these little kids and she's like, I don't want to be in with these kids. I want to be with people my own age. And I'm like, makes total sense. Mm -hmm. So she was trying to come up. I'm like, what are some things? And she, she was thinking about some different things and she ended up, um, she's on the swim team now, which is awesome. And I hope it's okay for me to that's say a, that. Yeah, that's I, a great I, I've thing not cleared do. that with the people, but I will, I'm going to say it's okay. And if it isn't, I'll go back and edit and re-upload. But, yeah. um, but I'm, I asked her how it was going. She's had a few practices. She likes it. She said it's helped her with her fatigue. She's felt less fatigued. And mm -hmm. I think it, um, it gives her something to do with her, her energy, you know, like with her yeah. time. Like that's the one thing that kids have is they have a lot of time. And I, I'm all for like just random free time stuff. But I think with the advent of screens everywhere, I yeah. think there's a tendency to kind of fall into screens. And I'm not a sure. screen hater, but I just feel like right. this is a good you can't thing. Just, so. You can't just do that. <laughs> right. And yeah. and they don't have a pool at their school. So she there's some work to get there. And it's not it's not like I just walk across the street after school or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or just, you know, walk down the hall and go to the thing. Um and I think that um you know, I think that helps give it a sense of like it's extra. It's like even more more extra than like a normal like being on the football team or something, because yeah. you got to go somewhere else. Uh, right. Um, I was, I was, I was thinking about. Um, oh, oh, oh! The other thing I was going to say that we've discovered, and this is a school pro tip, that mechanical pencils are the best. Oh yeah. Now, like yes. You can go to Costco, you can get the Mega Pentel pack of 0.7, whatever, <laughs> yeah. tons of lead, tons yeah. of erasers. And the big deal oh, yeah. is we, erasers. We made that switch. We made that switch a couple of years ago, I think. And because, yeah, because like his school would put out a list of like, here's all the stuff you're supposed to get for the year. And one of the things was like number, you know, a big box of number two pencils all sharpened. And so we would do that. We would go, okay, we got to go out and get a big box mm -hmm. of number two pencils and sharpen them all. And then... And they, you know, and they break and he loses the, you know, he fidgets a lot. So the, he pulls the erasers out and stuff yep. and then he doesn't have an eraser in them. And it's, they were a really bad fit for him. And then we realized that it, it didn't have to be, you mm -hmm. know, the school does not care. The school just pencils. says that right. because that's the, what, you know, they, <laughs> that's what has been on the list well, they're forever. they're cheap too. I mean, you yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, yeah, I bought him a whole bunch of mechanical pencils and that's way better yeah we went to we went to costco and um liz didn't go with me liz would have questioned that she generally questions like big weird 
Costco purchases like that where it's like, I'm buying these pens. And she's like, why are you buying 30 pens? And I said, because I live in this house and I know that we don't have enough pens scattered around. Yeah. And I want to, I want to know if I open a drawer, there's going to be a pen in there that works. <laughs> so I'm buying 48 pens or whatever it was, 72. <laughs> and I put them in every drawer of every desk in the house, including mine and including a secret stash of extra pens. <laughs> oh yeah. I have pens so, in my office. Like I have my own pens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hank, yeah, Hank has his pens and, and I think his and Karen's inter, intermingle mm-hmm. a lot. Like she doesn't, she's much less picky about the kinds of pens that she uses, I think. And um, <laughs> I am, I am not. <laughs> so you have a, my pens are in the attic and are not to be mixed with anybody else's pens. Don't touch my pens. Yeah. Do not touch my pens. <laughs> have you seen that kids in the hall sketch where he's got a pen and he ends up. Oh, yeah. it to him. Oh, Where's my pen? Where's my, my pen? pen? My pen. <laughs> yeah. You took my pen. Oh, yep. Here. Doesn't he have a thing attached to it at one point? It's like a bar that he wears, like a harness. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think that's the end of that. The end of that yeah. skit, right? Yep. So yeah. good. Yeah, no, great, that is a great show. The uh the 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 mechanical pencil set. Awesome. The other thing was um Liz's oldest was doing geometry and Liz ordered her the stuff and it came, but it was like hard to know what size it was. And so like her protractors were really big and not really like notebook or backpack friendly. So, um, I went to the whatever staples or whatever and just walked in and they had this there, there it was like right there, bam, Mm -hmm. math kit or whatever it's called, you know, like the geometry kit had everything done out the door. And one of the higher end companies that uh, at least the way when I used to buy like art supplies and stuff, Statler, Statler, Statler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Statler. They have like a lower end set of stuff. And it was like, this is awesome. Cause back in the day, this would be like, you know, a billion dollars. And the pro, the compass was really crazy too. Like that, the old school ones are like super, you know, you got to tighten bolts and it's like, it mm-hmm. should be like an erector set to do geometry. <laughs> right. You shouldn't well, that's pass what, so, an engineering, yeah. you know, degree to get, to use your your compass right when my parents were cleaning out their house my dad had these two sets of i i'm pretty sure they were just his i don't know if i don't think they were like my grandfather's but they're really old and they're all metal like even the i think one maybe like one or two pieces of plastic but um basically everything even the like the the comp the what's the i forget which one is which is the compass the one with the, the two prongs or is it yes the, yeah or is it the semicircle? well the compass has a pointy thing and then an ink and thing. a pencil yep yeah okay and then so the protractor is the thing that you do the angles with yeah yeah yes okay so the protractor is actually metal um Ooh. yeah and it has like a like a cutout on the inside so that you can like you know figure out where that anyway um nice yeah, and, and they're but they're in these like leather cases <laughs> with like felt interior when they're falling that are so old they're falling apart basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um and so I get, you know, I get Hank periodically I have to get him new ones cuz the you know, they're plastic and he's rough yep. on things and so the, he breaks he has a tendency to break them pretty quickly and so eventually what'll happen is, you know, we'll need to do some math homework or something and and we'll get his out and it's going to be broken and so I have to mm-hmm. run back up to my office and get like my dad's which are <laughs> these mm-hmm. like these metal things that will never break it, like and we and we use those for you know that particular one and then i get on amazon the next day and buy them another one mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, the math set, the Statler math set, math set, it's like four bucks on Amazon. Fantastic. I'm going to send you a link, John. Send, okay. you, send you a link. Probably, yeah. But then, um, this the is for the, anybody else needs one. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, yeah. Th- so this is the, uh, where are you in the thing? Like, oh man, I'm going to, I, mm, I, mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sending it you to, to this one. Okay. I'm going to just send that to there because, um, I'm having issues. Oh, and guess what? Dan Moran got it too. So hi, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> I thought that was me. You, I thought it was the TTCA secret chat. Apparently not. Well, maybe Dan needs one. You never know. Okay. I'm still going to send this to you just so we're clear. All right. There's that. And, and that was awesome. And, and that's, that was a good size. Like that fits in a, in a kid's backpack, like a yeah. tiny, you know, backpack. Right. Then I bought the, um, just a simple, like I didn't buy the crazy, like precision six inch, you know, student comfort, $20 special. I bought like the $6 one and it was awesome and well liked. And, uh, I think it was, uh, actually maybe it was 10. I think it was this one. Uh, but, um, anyway, yeah. And then she liked them. They worked, they worked great. Easy okay. to deal with yeah. and yeah, done. Classics. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, do they have calculators? Do they have actual calculators? Yeah, she got the, what did she have to get? The TI. Yeah. They, we I gotta, can't we believe it's the still TI, there. Whatever the TI, the TI, probably the cheapest TI. Um, that, uh, was it, was it a 30? I want to say it might have been a TI. Yeah, I don't remember which one he got. I'd, I'd have to look at it to see it. But, um, and it's crazy because these used to be like $100, you know, like, and oh, now yeah. it's like 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also, you know, we also, I also bought Peak Elk, of course. Um, nice. Made by, made by our friend James Thompson mm-hmm. uh, for his, his phone and his iPad, you know, for doing math. Sweet. Yeah. I need to probably, I probably should um, start looking at that more firmly. Like, like I, I, use silver for most of my yeah i also i use that as well Um, but peacock i think and that is also on there yeah i think it's time for peacock um yeah i think both the uh texas uh texas ti texas instruments 30 uh x 2s two line scientific calculator i believe that was the one that one's different that one's different but um there used to be a gnarlier one but (laughs) I think the idea he wanted was, he wanted a TI that was programmable because I think he had seen like a YouTube video or he read a line about like programming games and so no, <laughs> okay. and I was I, like, well, function seven I'm seven not is boot. To you having one of those, like if you wanted it for home, but I mean for school, I think you should not be like playing games on it. So I mean, this one looks pretty. This looks like it's going to new levels, John. The uh, this is a color graphing calculator. <laughs> with student software it's 130 dollars. i'm kind of amazed they still make those i am too in a way but i'm looking um, at this thing and i'm I'm thinking like peacock's got to be the way to go because you have the device and like yeah that yeah. does Although, basically, you know like he's not allowed to have you know his phone op- on no but school, so if you're doing homework yeah you we should link to peacock oh we will yeah yeah okay because you know he's james is an honorary member of the <laughs> he does not have children but i know other but, than other than peacock right and that's fine the, the, look right you know i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying um i haven't looked at this for a while it's fantastic wow yeah no it's great 
Yeah. Holy mackerel. I'm, I haven't have to buy this because it just looks fantastic. Um, yeah, and it works on the watch too. Nice. Yeah. And it has nice, it has bigger buttons, I think, um, than the, so Apple now has one on the, uh, on the watch there. They have their calculator on the watch as well, but, uh, Peacock has bigger buttons, which is, which is nice. Okay. So we've, amongst we've, other things, it has a lot of other features that the Apple watch, the Apple calculator does not have. I'm going to guess that there's a, a large percentage of our listeners who probably already have this yeah however God, that thing looks like a remote what that, that yeah right that's yeah, I think. Uh, um that's i have to say i'm really liking the dice app because there's been times when we try to find dice and we can't find enough of them yeah <laughs> uh so that looks to be helpful also <laughs> yeah Ow. we don't we used to play we used to play a lot of dice games uh but we haven't recently uh, but if you are if you are you know playing dice games, you should get James's dice. Um, I just want to point get out James to sponsor the show. We should <laughs> Peacock Peacock runs on Apple TV. That is awesome. <laughs> and I at first I thought that was hilarious. I'm thinking no, if you're a classroom, yeah, sure. Like there you go. Let's start, yep. kids. Here you go. Let's learn about some stuff. Yeah. Here's how you do it. Beep boop boop bloop bloop bloop, and um. Yeah, for teaching applications, fantastic. Actually, you know, I was I was chat I was saying that he shouldn't have games in his calculator, but there's a game in Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an Easter egg, right? Now that I think about it, is it an Easter egg or is it? A, I never, like, I, it's sort of an Easter egg. I, like I don't even know where it is. Um, is it option and about? about? Yeah, do you have to push option or something? I'm trying to find it. But there's a race. There's a racing game in here someplace, right? We, we, you know, which you would you would enjoy. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I, I, I vowed I was not going to speak about the game, which shall not be mentioned this this episode. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've overdone it. Mm-hmm. I've spoken um, enough. Yeah, I don't know where that is. I'll have to because he's talked about it before on uh, the rebound, and I, um, I never went to look for it when I when I bought the. Mm. Well, maybe we need to have him on advanced settings. Yeah, <laughs> to explain <laughs> tips and tricks for the racing game in mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> a special edition of turning this car. Around. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious uh james thompson presents an illustrated history of easter eggs um let me send you this link it's on tidbits oh that's right yeah places. he uh he gave that talk at um a conference but i don't remember which one the one in canada yeah i don't know well wait mm. yeah uh oh there's a youtube video of that mm-hmm. and it's got an ad so that's sweet um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that was for, but yes, Swift Live, hacking Swift, yeah. hacking with Swift. I don't know. Anyway, it's okay. very Ready Player One. The, the whole idea of Easter eggs. That's that's the conceit of. Uh, Ready well, I guess Player it was one. in England. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Okay, uh, John, we're we're nearing the end of the show, and I just wanted to yeah 
bring up a little something. I want, ha, have you seen the Batwoman trailer? I have. I have seen the Batwoman trailer. What, so are, you, what are your thoughts? I, I do a podcast about Arrow. Yes. Uh, and so we have already talked a bit about Batwoman because she was featured in an mm. episode, like a crossover episode, yep. I believe it was, uh, last year. And so mm-hmm. that was like sort of the teaser for this show coming. Um, but it looks great. Yeah, she I was, it was. She was really good in that episode, and uh, I think it. I, I mean, if you have any interest in these shows, I think it's probably going to be a good one. So um, yeah, the, the uh, start um, sun, starts Sunday. Yep, and and I I have to say, and I'm I'm happy to see this openly lesbian. So yay. Yeah, which the character. Yeah, I mean, the character is in the comic book, so I, I know I'm, I, should I, look, be. Yeah, listen, listen. I'm from a state where that's a thing. It's becoming yeah, less of right. a thing for the kids, but for my and you generation, mean a, you mean a state a, of the union, not a, a mental state. Not a mental state. Not definitely not a mental state. Mm-hmm. I've 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 been pro lesbian my whole life. Just gonna say it. Lesbians are <laughs> <Okay>. awesome. <laughs> it uh, sounds no. weird when you say it like that. But okay. uh, no, no, no. I, I I don't mean it to be creepy or weird. Just they're awesome. Um, okay. What yeah. am I most? No, uh, uh, anyway. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And, yeah, it um, looks great. Like I think and the, it's and the awesome. other thing, I mean, this is not the show is not about this, but uh, they are doing. Although Hank and I watch, he likes uh, Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and so we've we've watched uh, that show together, which is fun. And because it's the it's the silly one, and it's it's gotten great. The first se- the first season was terrible. The second season was just okay, but then the last two seasons have been really funny and good. Uh, so uh, I can recommend that show finally. And they are doing a big crossover. They're doing the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover through all of these shows. So Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, presumably Batwoman, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, and um, and Black Lightning is now going to be in with the rest of them, which it hasn't been to date. And they're hmm. they're going nutso on getting characters, people who have played DC characters previously to come be on in this crossover event. And Brandon Routh, who's the guy who was yes, it was in um, Legends of Tomorrow as the Atom. Um, That's and right. Previously played Superman and Superman Returns is going to play Superman again. <laughs> Even though he's another character in the show, he's going to play Superman in as, the, as part of this crossover yeah. and they're getting uh the guy who played superman in smallville mm. to be on the show and the and the woman who played lois lane and they are they're also getting burt ward what <laughs> presumably to play robin i guess i mean they haven't really said exactly they just said that they're bringing him in too <laughs> wow yeah uh, and I'm trying to remember who else. I think there's there's definitely some other people who. Oh, they. Uh, I think they're the guy who does the voice, who did the voice for Batman in uh, the animated series, is going to be in it as well. I presumably is playing as Batman. Uh, nice. And I think there there are other there are other people. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be kind of wacko. So it'll be fun. I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I actually <laughs> like that. Bert Ward. When they got Burt Ward, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> That's, I like the Brandon Routh Superman. I thought he was fine. Yeah, yeah. And on on our show, we have been on our show Biff. Uh, we have been rewatching. We rewatched the original Superman 
Uh, and I think we're going to do Superman 2 and then um, Re- Superman Returns, which is supposed to be... So Superman Returns was supposed to be presumed like the third movie, even though there, even though there was three and four Superman two sort of says, okay, there were, there was only one and two. And this is the, this would be the third movie. If you watched one and two. Okay. And I just watched, I just finished watching it again last night and I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was way better than I think I remembered it being. It's not perfect. It's got some problems, but I, but I, but I like I like that movie. And I, I think, like him. I think he's yeah. he's a great he's a good Superman. So. Uh, I thought the script was really lovely. Yeah, Marlon Brando was insane as his father. Like that was insane oh, yeah. casting. Yeah. Um, but like Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor at at yeah. that time and in, in Gene Hackman's career, fantastic. Right. Yeah. Hackman's also, um, <laughs> what's her name? Valerie Perrine, fantastic. I think yeah. we've talked in the past about her scenes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, that was a moment. In, that I'm was a gonna, moment in time. Not gonna rehash that. Wait, but you mentioned a podcast, and I wasn't aware. So tell me about this podcast. So Biff is our. We used to do the the Speedy Arrow cast, which was mm-hmm. only about Arrow, and then mm-hmm. Arrow announced that they were going to end uh, as of this. They're going to do a short season this year, season eight, and they're only doing like ten episodes, and then that show's going to end. Uh, so we decided we were going to do. Uh, we didn't want to stop doing the podcast, so we just changed it from being solely focused on Arrow to being more focused on superhero shows and movies. And so it's the same. It's me and Dan and Guy English, and okay. we will we will cover this season of Arrow, and then we'll keep... We did... Uh, after the previous season of Arrow ended, we did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then we've done, like, a couple movies and just sort of general talk since then. And Okay. Uh, we're going to do the last season of Arrow, and then I don't know what we're going to do after that's over. We'll find something. And it's just there's BIF? Plenty, there's plenty of stuff to talk about. Just BIF? BIFF exclamation mark. Got it. I believe it's I believe it's BiffCast on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, we need to plug that, because I didn't know you yeah. changed the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got it. I get it now. Biff exclamation mark. The excl- exclamation point... Right. Well, so <laughs> it's a long, dumb explanation for that. No, no, no. How that yeah. name came about, but um, it's 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 more complicated than than just the sound. Jason Snell um, was wise enough to to convince us that that was the right name for the show. But there was a character on Arrow who um, <laughs> he was a bad guy, but he was like this. He was a guy who was always telling his boss the right answer, and the boss was dumb enough to not believe him. Like to not like. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver had infiltrated this team of bad guys and this guy was saying like you can't trust this guy he's no good he's he's tr- going to turn you know he's tr- going to turn on us and this the uh, the boss was like no you know what you're talking about you're crazy and um and so we were always like this poor guy mm. <laughs> keeps telling his boss the right answer and his boss won't listen and in the show he was named Conklin and we came up with the first name of Biff Conklin for him mm. which we just pull out of thin air and then later we searched like the DC, um, you know, history and found there was, a, there was like one mention of a character named Biff Conklin. And of course, you know, in the, in the 70 years of DC, of course there would be, but, um, sure. There That's was a hilarious. character named Biff Conklin and he was Look a bad that. guy. So, it, so it fit. Um, Look at <laughs> and then that. Biff became our name for anything that was, that was good. Um, okay. So it's not the sound effect of Batman hitting someone. Well, Biff. it is now. I mean, it is, it is now, but. Okay. 
it's you're, a little you're bit rethinking both. things. Okay, that's right. well. I think that's fantastic. I'm glad you, you're able yeah. to keep that alive. Um, yeah, and um, and uh, be sure to check that out. I will. I know I will. Yeah, you can. And um, <laughs> the other thing, uh, John, is uh, for for those who have um, who have an Apple Watch and want to be a more efficient parent, obviously. <laughs> Uh, the California faces seem to do pretty well for me. I th- initially, I thought they were selling okay. me lies, but okay. but it it had. You think you're getting better well. battery life with the California face? Well, I'm just getting my my Series Five is getting great battery life. I, I have no complaints about the battery life okay. at all. Zero complaints. Yesterday there was a yeah. bit of a what, but then I yeah. you know I think I just I don't know maybe you're it's because I was walking or I don't know right I don't know John yeah but. I have been using I have been using the California face as well as um the what whatever the modular what is this one? Yeah, modular the the infograph modular. Yeah. Just to jam as many complications onto it onto it as I can. Modular compact or just infograph modular? Infograph okay. modular, which has like twenty seven complications. No. I just chose <laughs> yeah, that as a face and my watch crashed, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also the uh uh whatever the yellow leather band i ordered that and it's set to be delivered in december so it's great oh geez really yeah from yep. apple yeah oh yeah that one oh yeah, yeah yeah the one that you were listing over yeah yes the one that yeah. i was like that's pretty dope okay um and, well, and it is pretty dope but uh yeah right. not gonna be here for a while yeah okay well we'll have that to look forward to. we'll look forward to your review <laughs> We all know that having a good watch band helps you be a better parent.